What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here on Last Chance Q, our sixth install, live edition. Uh, we're on TikTok as well, plus Twitter and everywhere else that you can find us. We are there. So make sure you give us a follow on Last Chance U, um, Last Chance Q on Twitter, and official Last Chance Q on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So make sure you follow us, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Me and Sean Salisbury are going to get after it here on this kickoff edition of Last Chance Q. I welcome the main man, Sean Salisbury, in live. Sean, what's going on? Last Chance Q, sixth edition already. Our install Come number on, six. Man, I can't believe it. Yeah, by the end of the week, we'll be at 11. We just keep rolling every single friggin' day now, five days a week. Great to be on with you. Where where they all be at? You ready to roll? I'm ready, ready? to go, man. Where, hey, I, just, I ask it every day, man. Where they at? Where the hoes at? <laughs> I ask every day. Uh, I know one thing. They got to eat, too. Don't they? Short all do. Uh Hey, did you? Is this is this airing on uh, what Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and these? Is it on the is it on the D's app? <laughs> these nuts? Yeah, they are. Uh, why doesn't that joke? Wait, nuts. why does that get old though? Why doesn't that hey, get old? Well, I gotta, I gotta, hell yeah, man! Hey, life's too damn short. Um, I can't. You know, we can talk shit, be real, be honest, genuine, and. Do what no one else can do. Actually know what the fuck they're talking about when we come to football. So Isn't that nice? Yeah, you're damned right. That's hey, right. it's great to have you, man. Every day, five days a week, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, today's show is going to be on Monday Night Football, obviously starting here in about 15 minutes. So we're going to run this thing quick. Uh, we're going to run this show for about an hour today, a little less. Sean's got a hard out out of here. He's got another show. And I'll stay on right till the beginning uh, or right till uh, halftime, possibly for the Monday night game, Colts and Steelers. So we are live right here. And uh, let me give you the quote of the day before we give you our intro. And we're going to get after it hard and heavy. Uh, quote of the day, Sean, I had to use this one, man. Be careful who you let on your ship. Some people will sink it just because they can't be the captain. Um <laughs> Hey, Sean, I'm a quote guy, man. I try to fu- I try to do it the right way. You know, Kyler Murray is a guy, that, in my opinion, that's sinking the ship right before the very eyes of the organization. Uh, that quote right there is just one of those ones that hits you heavy, um, especially when you're in a business like we are. Uh, pretty interesting quote. Uh, I don't know. I love it. It's true. You know, for the, you know, when there's too many people that want to be the chef, the yes. food doesn't get cooked. And on a ship... When uh, the fact that you're not the captain, yet you want to be the captain, you just as soon sink it and die as opposed to let the person be the captain and wait till the captain retires so you can go get your captainship. People, no question. Are, people like an ego and pride ruin marriages, companies, organizations, and football teams, period. No doubt. They do. No and doubt. And along with that, if, if you're not really too concerned with who gets the credit, obviously – you'll have a chance of being successful. Then everybody gets paid and everybody gets to write a book about yeah, so, how great they uh, are. This show is brought to you by DV Sport. Uh, make sure you go uh, check them out. They're the world leader in video editing. That's who we get our NFL film from. That's how we're allowed to show it and, and break it down for you. Whole question, Sean. Would you bench Aaron Rodgers for the remainder of the season based on how Jordan Love looked yesterday? Can I, can I give you one simple answer? Did you yep. put get the fuck out of here on there? Is that is that part of it? Okay, it's yes, no, maybe get the fuck out of here. Okay, but you're a hard no. 
Yeah, I'm a hard no, and I'm just simply going to tell you why. He still gives it. Now, if you if he wasn't healthy, different story. If you tell me, you know, he feels like that lung is going to be punctured or his thumb doesn't work or he's playing at 60%, I get it. I do. And I'm really not in the Lifetime Achievement Award, but I know damn well we're waiting to see what Jordan loves about. Or if you know, JB, you're moving him. You're going to say we're going to move him, and I know we'll discuss that here quickly. But those things come into play. But, listen, if he's healthy, he still gives you the best chance to win. No matter how many people don't like him over the vaccine or that he's got that, that he gets on people's nerves, the guy's still better. Let's just stop it. One has it pissed to drop, though they think he's going to be good. The other has been a Mount Rushmore thrower in the league. So let's just slow our roll. If they ask him if he can play, you play him until you decide you're bitten ready to move him or his production falls off the table. No doubt. We got some fan questions real quick before we get to the intro uh, video that we so love. Uh, number one, has Aaron Rodgers played his last game in Green Bay? Kind of what you were just talking about. That answer would be no. He'll play again this year now. If you ask me this at the end of the season and it continues like this, we may have a different conversation. But you got to take into salary cap, what's available, dead cap, what you're trading him for, how the other teams that would be interested in quarterback does the re- interested does the rest of the season. Um, I agree. Question two, uh, can the Broncos get rid of Russell Wilson? Yeah. Who the fuck wants him though? Who, who wants him right now? Yeah. Who, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, I, I, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on this. When Russ Wilson was in Seattle, this is never personal. I, first of all, I think he's the highest paid cheerleader in the world at $255 million. And the, I think right now this year, he's the most overrated player in, on the planet. And I, I think some, because you criticize they're afraid to criticize because of his history. Screw that. If this was, I can go through 15 quarterbacks. If this was Aaron Rodgers, if this was Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, uh, if this was Josh Allen, hell, they've already started to criticize him for red zone interceptions. They try to run his ass. I mean, why? What? Because he's been a celebrity and a star and a really got a Super Bowl ring. I get all that. He's not there anymore. There's a reason why Pete Carroll and that group moved on from him. Hell, he's Drew Locke right now. He ain't doing any more than Drew Locke did in Denver. So yeah. he's part of the reason they're not successful. It's I, I like Russ. I don't know him personally, but I've never had a problem with him. I'm judging on this year what he's doing. Russ, well, yeah, you could try to get rid of him, but who's going to take on $250 million of, of bottom third 25 quarterbacks in the league better? Right? Hell, the I way hear. Mike White plays, what are you going to do, trade Mike White for him? Hell no, Jets would be getting screwed. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, to me – and, and it could change. Next year, he could be in the Pro Bowl. I'm talking about now, the what you've seen. And save the bullshit of he's new, it's a new system. Cousins is in a new system with Kevin O'Connell. Two is in a new system. Uh, yeah, the, the list goes on and on and on. The guys that are productive in a new – oh, well, it's not a new system, but you got a new coach. Kenny Dorsey's coaching Josh Allen now. Uh, yep. Dable's not there. Uh, Daniel Jones is in a new system. I don't want to hear that. It comes down to the fact that Russ Wilson right now is just a guy. He's not that guy. He's just a guy. And so we call those kind of achievement award bullshit for somebody else. We call those jags for everybody out That's there. Exactly just right. another guy. Uh, yep. Question three: Trevor Lawrence is he? Is Trevor Lawrence quietly becoming what we all thought he was as the number one pick of the draft? He is, and it's going to get louder than quiet. The whispers are going to turn to roars. That was a st- that we're all looking for those moments. We get our Heisman Trophy moments. You're looking for your oh okay now listen. A game we started to see growth. He's got to sustain it. They're not a great team, but he's doing things right. And the Baltimore Ravens, this is the third time they've had multiple point leads and blown it late. And Trevor Lawrence taking them down. 
I, the throws he made, the last two throws, the fade route for the score and a great job by Jones, but the flat route to his left on an accurate throw at the goal line where that angle's cut off. <clears throat> Excuse me. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a really good player in this league, and Doug Peterson is a really good coach. He will continue to elevate him. Uh, that, that, that's why they drafted him first. It's only going to get better in Jacksonville. I agree. Uh, hey, guys, we got a hell of a show. We're going to run through this for about 40 minutes, and uh, stay tuned because we got a lot of film to break down on Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. And we're going to break down Lamar Jackson um, as well. So stay tuned for this one. We'll see you on the other side. I'm back. Let's go. Welcome to Last Chance Q with myself, Coach JB, and Sean Salisbury. We will not talk over the amateur or under the expert. It's not only the X's and O's, but it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And it's not just quarterbacks. We got all the positions teaching, coaching, laughing, and joking. We're using football terminology so we can get through this faster than we we don't want to use these long terms, coach. We don't we got quick verbiage to get to the point. Last chance Q with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. All right, Sean, we got a lot to get after. Um, we're gonna run through this pre-snap read portion of the show, uh, brought to you by DV Sport. Um we're going to get after it here. Is there a right or a wrong way to leave your current job or your school if you're a coach or your job if you're a CEO and you leave Walmart and head over to Costco? Um, usually it happens, this question's really towards leadership and leadership models and role players that have a big significant role in leadership. Um, is there is there a way to do it without ruffling feathers, Sean? And you know how, what I mean by saying it because yep. I see so many – so much turnover in this professional sport of football and professional sport of football is included division one. When you make $9 million a year, like Nick Saban, it is professional fucking football. Make no mistake about it for all you out there um, that don't know this. Um, is there a way to do it? Because Hugh Freeze just left Liberty and Sean, I called it before the game. I said, Liberty players are going to take a shit because they don't want to play for this guy. He's They already saw it on Twitter before he even addressed the team that he's leaving, or at least there's rumblings of him leaving. And guess what, coach? They lost 49 to 14 to a New Mexico state team that had no busy, no business beating a Liberty team who beat Arkansas earlier in the year. So right. What do you take on this as far as how you leave? And, and and let's stick to that because we're going to have a hell of a topic here later on when we talk about kids leaving versus coaches leaving their jobs uh, later on in the show. Just, but, but is there a way to do it without ruffling feathers? No. People are going to get it mad no matter what. Think about Lane Kiffin. He, I mean, whether he interviewed or flirted with it, people at Ole Miss were already wanting to shove him out the door because the last two games they haven't played. They wanted to, they wanted to run his ass out. And now he's going back at home between nine and ten million a year for what, like eight years an extension. So there's no you're gonna ruffle feathers regardless. But let me tell you the one way to do it. Stop being a dickhead. I'm not talking about any of these guys, any of them, and pissing in our face and telling us it's raining. If you're talking to somebody, kids just want transparency because kids leave for something bigger at Christmas time, too. One is quit telling us every job you get is your dream job. 
It's bullshit, you know it. No offense to Liberty because they've done some great things since Hugh Freeze Freeze is there. That's not Hugh Freeze's dream job. It's not. Okay? I hear it all. Well, this has been his dream. Didn't they even go somewhere else? Well, I thought, oh, something else became your dream job. If it's really your dream job, stay there until you either get fired until you're done, and then if you get fired, go find another job. If not, you stay there until you leave. I actually believe that David Shaw, and we'll get to him, that Stanford was his dream job because he's had a lot of opportunities to leave. A man who was transparent and honest and walked away when he felt it was time because they weren't winning and he just needed a refresh. Him and Stanford. And David, I've known David forever. His dad recruited me. The whole thing, love him. But in the case of Hugh Freeze or anybody else, that you're going to ruffle feathers regardless. Just like no matter what opinion we give, somebody out there is going to disagree. That's okay. But here's what I don't like. If you interviewed, tell us you interviewed. If you say you're not going to take the job, don't take the job. If you say you're not interested, don't be interested. If you say, I don't know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll deal with that soon. And don't let Twitter or social media tell us before you do. Your kids, your, the school deserves you to sit down with them and say, I'm leaving. Even if it hurts, you don't leave notes in, like Petrino in the Atlanta Falcons locker room without addressing your team. That's a coward, bitch-ass, pussy-ass move. Okay, I'm not talking about Hugh Freeze or anybody else. We're not even addressing anybody in particular, other than the way David Shaw's always handled himself with style and grace. But just tell the kids. You, can, you, you we, we know we can see it. If Alabama, if Auburn or Ole Miss or Alabama come talking, you're at Louisville, you're at Louisville, you're at Louisville or you're at Liberty, you're leaving. We we understand. Just like if you're a coach and you're a quarterback and you're getting recruited by New Mexico State. And then all of a sudden Alabama comes in. You're probably going to Alabama. Maybe not all the time. So point is, if you'll just be honest and transparent and quit lying to the kid, even though it hurts you, 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 you look worse by telling them you're not taking it than taking it. Then they look at you and they wonder all the times you've told them something, have you been bullshitting them? Just be honest. It may hurt everybody, but nobody wants to dog somebody from going and getting a better gig if that's what's out there for more money. Kids are transferred every day, which we'll get to, because they want a better gig. People leave companies because they want a better gig. It's okay. But when you tell me you don't and then you do it, I lose respect because it tells me you could have been lying out your ass the whole time you talked to me the whole time. Just let us find out from you, not from some insider, that you got to kiss his ass to get all your information out there. I think it's Bush League. I really do. Nah, great uh, great point. Uh, next part of this uh, pre-snap read um, – I gotta ask you, uh, uh, has 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 Russell Wilson um, lost the team? We already know we what we think, but here's a little clip from what happened yesterday. Mike Sell screaming at him on the sideline, and you know what I take away from this, uh, Sean, is the fact that that guy right there is watching it happen and you either coach it or you allow it. Uh, I don't know if a head coach allows that and, 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 and keeps his job because at the end of the day, uh, you know, that is allowing it to a T that, that has been happening all, all year long, Sean Russell Wilson's a spectacle. He's a mockery of the position. Uh, the head coach does, is way over his head. Any head coach who wears fucking sunglasses on the sideline, in my opinion, is very, very insecure. And people yeah. don't understand what that means. Don't 
People don't get that. I'm like, you know what? If I can't see your eyes as a head football coach, you're hiding something. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. You might think it's a, is, is real, real bullshit and, and real ticky-tack. I'm telling you, man, I, I don't know anyone that's wearing sunglasses on the, on the sideline that I could trust as a head coach. I, I want to see you, man, because something's you're hiding something. And uh, I don't know what you think about it, but Russell's really, really hit rock bottom here. Yeah, and you know what? Like I said, maybe he recovers next year and plays great football or the rest of the year. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. We're simply talking from na- training camp to now. And you've heard the, the rumblings of why they ran him out of Seattle and why they didn't. Seattle right now fleece the Denver Broncos. Okay, there is no question. I'm with you on the sunglasses. I know some guys have eyes problems in the sun. I've seen guys wear them when it's really not that sunny. But every coach I know, if you wear sunglasses in front of them, you'll say, hey, hey, young man, take that. St- let me see your eyes. You take those damn sunglasses off so I can see your eyes. Yet they get to wear it because it's cool or it's an endorsement. It may, be, it may be minor, but it's not minor when you're being told to look into his eyes and he doesn't have to look into yours. That's one. Two is, listen, Nathaniel Hackett, this is it. Well, there's nothing to it. He heard everything that went on. Number one is there's a part of him. I guarantee that says Russell Wilson deserves a little chew ass chewing. Right. And he's going to stay out of it. But if you didn't like it now, I would have had a problem if he'd have turned and got on Purcell and let Russ Wilson walk without because he played another average game at best at the Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold wiped the, you know, the wiped the floor with him in this game. Right. Wiped the grass with him. And the defense has played well enough a lot of times to win, giving up, what, less than 20 points a game or most of the time. And so the other part of it, I wouldn't have had a problem if, if damn Hackett would have ripped his sunglasses off, turned around, MF'd both of them and said, we both got to get it going, let's go. And so That's you heard what Russ – yeah, I have a problem screaming. There ain't no sacred cows out there, especially when you're not playing like one. Yeah, I would have grabbed both of them like this and brought them together and said, yeah. here – Live together, because that's what the fuck you got to do right now. No, no, I don't no understand doubt. why we don't get that. Um, I don't. As far as losing his team, I, I think that people on that team think that there's. I think that there's some people that think there's a little bit of phony. You've heard that mentioned in Seattle, because and and I, I every time I listen to Russ Wilson's press conference, and I like him, I never hear him say I. Meaning, I, I did this. I got to play better. It's always, yeah, we, and I know everybody says it's we as a team. At some point in time, as a, a $255 million quarterback, you got to step up and say, if I don't play better, that is completely on me. We ripped Zach Wilson for it, yeah. and we let Russ Wilson, well, he doesn't deserve a hall pass this year, and I ain't giving him one. So I don't have a problem with a player getting in his face because even as a sacred cow, which maybe they think he is, he's not. I'll tell you what, if Russ Wilson didn't have history as a great player, Russ Wilson would be on the bench. $255 million is why yeah. he's still playing. No doubt. Uh, we've already touched on this uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Jordan Love deal. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is you said absolutely unequivocally no, Jordan Love is not ready to take the keys from Aaron Rodgers. I didn't say he wasn't ready. I said the team shouldn't move on from Aaron Rodgers because at some point in time, we got to find out if Jordan Love can play. Is it now? I'll ask you. Yeah. It, I don't know. I don't know, Sean, because this is the thing. I'll tell you this much. That was by far the best I've ever seen him look last night. And and I'm going to be honest, um, he looked similar to Aaron Rodgers. He's got a three-quarter release now. It's quick. He's making anticipatory throws. He got the ball out. He hit his drop. He hit the top of his drop. The ball got out. His weight transferred. He socked the wall. Like all these buzzwords we've been saying on this show, he did last night. And I'm sitting there thinking, Sean, you know what? 
Aaron Rodgers did the same thing studying behind Brett Favre. And no so doubt. did Mahomes behind Alex Smith. And so did Steve Young behind Joe Montana. And I'm sitting there like, maybe through osmosis, at practice, he's got to see one of the best ever to spin the ball, do it on a consistent base for two, three years now. Maybe he's going to be better than we think because – that's what they're counting on, JB. You are right. And listen, I hope so. Here's what I love with love about Jordan Love. The skill set we've always heard was there. Hasn't played much football in quite some time. Is that you could sit back and pout and say, you know what, get rid of me, trade me. Instead, it looks like he's been studying and taking his backup role saying, when my time does come, I'm not going to leave this glove on the mound. I'm going to make the most of it. I think he's done a, from every, it seems to me he's made great strides. The question is, now, if the team thinks they're going to trade Aaron in the offseason and he's hurt right now, hell, then I'm not giving him the, I'm not giving him the, 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 the uh, option. I'm just going to say, dude, you're hurt. We don't want to ruin it. The punctured lung you're worried about, your thumb, all that stuff. We're going to play him for a couple weeks. And if he plays well, you just say we're preparing to trade you. And just tell Aaron if, if that's what Aaron wants to do. He may want to stay. So right now is not the time, but I like what I'm seeing in Jordan Love. Yeah, um, real quick, last part of pre-snap read before we, we break down Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson and why one went, went to a Super Bowl, why one hasn't yet. Um, college football coaching hires. David Shaw shocked the world. He, he steps down after 12 years. We're going to get into that here in a minute. Uh, you know, Hugh Freeze named Auburn's head coach today. Lane Kiffin said probably no. He might have been committing coaching suicide if he took that job. Um you know, we have we also have uh, you know a young kid I've I've known and I've actually coached a clinic and been around and he's actually sent kids to me in JUCO level. I've sent him a lot of kids. Youngest head coach in Power Five, uh, he's been the youngest offensive coordinator. Uh, Kenny Dillingham, good friend of mine, young kid who does a good job. He was OC at Oregon, just took the Arizona State job. His alma mater. Um, a lot of movement. Colorado's in the discussion of Deion Sanders, which I don't believe is a fit, but we're going to see if that happens. Um, there's been a lot Matt, of movement. Matt, Matt Rule at Nebraska. Matt Rule goes to Nebraska. Yeah, Wisconsin, uh, just, Wisconsin just hired uh, Fickle. Yeah, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati. Which it's I a good hire. That's a shocker, too, but it's yep. a good hire. I, I think it's a good fit, but I think it's also, I don't think Wisconsin can get the athlete Cincinnati got, ironically enough. Um, I just think that there is a, it, there is going to be a lack of talent that wants to go play in Wisconsin when we have NIL, transfer portal, and big business money p- people out here in the South in warmer weather. Um, it's going to be a tough draw in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I don't know what's going to go on with Jim Leonard, their longtime D coordinator and was the interim head coach. But if you're a head coach looking for a pressure – guy who gets after it and you got good players, Jim Leonard can coordinate your defense. He's not going to be out of work very long weather. And maybe, you know, maybe just maybe they, you know, Luke Fickle tries to retain him and Luke's a defensive guy, right, from his past. Um, and we'll see what goes on there. But I think you're right. When it comes to just pure athletes, uh, Cincinnati gets is going to get better athletes. The question is, you're going to get bigger dudes and those type of, you know, the big fellas, hence why they run the ball. One thing that Wisconsin has to do JB, the, uh, when's the last time they what Russ Wilson? When's the last time they had a dominant quarterback where you looked at him and said this guy is a friggin' monster and sustains it for year after year? It's been a minute, and so they're gonna they're gonna need it. You can't keep up. These quarterbacks throw the ball too well in that conference now. You know, look look what JJ McCarthy's brought. We are we we see 
I mean, they, even though it's a big physical conference, hell, C.J. Stroud throwing it all over the place, but some good hires. Of all those, I'm excited for your guy Dillingham. I mean, he opens it up and does great things at Oregon, and Arizona State needs that to keep up. And they can recruit because people love to go to Tempe, and you know that. You spend a lot of time in Arizona, and so do I. And I played against them plenty. There were some hellified athletes there. They can if they get the right people, and he's going to go open it up and go team speed and go after it. The, the Stanford job for me is intriguing because you know you're going to get great kids academically. You're going to always thrive. They're going to be CEOs of companies if they don't friggin' play pro football. And their football program, even though it's dropped down the last three or four years, has become better and has been to has been when Andrew Luck was there dominating and Jim Harbaugh. So think I saw Bronco Mendenhall, who was at BYU in Virginia. Obviously, Chris Peterson brings – Chris Peterson looks like a Stanford head coach. Doesn't he? It sounds like a Stanford head coach, but that doesn't mean it. I'm going to tell you what, keep an eye on all of some of these jobs coming up. Mike Kafka, who's a one-time defense uh, offensive coordinator. He's in New York Giants. Somebody should jump on him and think about it if you want to open it up. He's done a great job calling plays for Brian Dable. An NFL team may jump on him maybe even a year sooner than they want to because he's done some really good things with Saquon Barkley as well. And before we move on to Joe Burrow here, we got some Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson film breakdown analysis here um, uh, on the first down segment. First down! Um, What I will end with this on the Stanford front, academically, it's as hard as it is to get an athlete in there. And when I say athlete, I don't want to be stereotypical here, but how many how many Christian McCaffreys and Andrew Lux are floating around by what I mean by this is, Sean, a lot of people may take uh, heed to this. There's not a lot of quarterbacks and running backs out there that have 4.0s who can actually play and go on to the NFL and give me some comp, give me some guys that compete with Alabama and so on and so forth. There's just not those kids floating around. And yep. it's not a white or black thing, but honest, obviously there's not a lot of white running backs floating around in the NFL. And Christian McCaffrey is a special one. But how many 4.0 kids are floating around where we're going to go get these guys? Yeah, not only that, the demands why the restriction. Yeah, the, the demands why you're there academically. And they want you to perform at a high level. All of them. Here's I, Every kid I train that's division – that's power five division one capable and looks like a player. If they tell me Stanford's recruiting them, I say, open, listen. And if they're offering you a recruiting trip, take it. Beautiful area. It's an honor to be recruited by them because that tells you that they believe in you off the field. They believe in you in the classroom. They believe in you on the football field. And you're, you're going to, it's like going to a private, one of the private schools in high school that you get recruited costs 40,000 or 30,000 a year to go to. It's just that the colleges look at that academic that institution, the high school, and they are institutions now differently. But that I'll put it this way. A coach there, you know that you're you're probably not going to have to worry about your players academically getting their ass to class or they won't. They'll last about a half a semester and be out. So you got to you got to get the right kid. They're hard to come by. And the dedication it takes to time manage your academics and your athletics. No, no question. It's going to be tough. Um yeah, we can, we're going to have, we got five days a week now on this thing, everybody. So just keep spreading the word, sharing our tweets, sharing our stories, because uh, we're going to blow this thing up. It's Monday night football game. So I appreciate everybody that's here. We got a hundred people almost in here. Hit us up. Make sure you uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Everybody that's on TikTok, come on over. We're about to show some film real quick. 
We're going to break down Joe Burrow and why he went to a Super Bowl last year and why he could very well be going back. And nobody wants to talk about it because Cincinnati's a scary football team right now. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, they're a team to watch out for. Uh, I, I, I was asked earlier today, JB, which team on the outside that's kind of hanging around but we're not talking about. This, this was my team, the Cincinnati Bengals, because of that guy right, right that, that dude right there. Yep. Says. yep. Um, so look, let's break, we're just picking t- we're just picking plays here. We do this every day on this deal, and uh, I'm going to show you. We're an empty first and ten here. Uh, Joe Burrow versus uh, Lamar Jackson here. We're going to show you why. I'm going to show you why Lamar Jackson lost yesterday to Jacksonville, and everyone's going to say, "Well, it's because their defense coach." Well, guess what? He completed 16 footballs in an NFL game. And you know what? If he completes 26 footballs, guess who's off the field? Defense. So stop talking to me like you know football. If you keep your defense off the field and sustain drives, they wouldn't have lost to Trevor Lawrence because he wouldn't have had the football. So a lot of you guys don't understand this shit and just drop your resumes on the front door. I'll make sure I look at them before I respond to your dumb asses. All right, so here we go. Joe Burrow here, empty protect, empty formation here. We're in zero over empty mate. We're going to get the ball out quick. Sean, uh, just talk about his mechanics. He doesn't have a lot of wasted motion because he's not – he is very athletic for what a lot of – a lot of people don't give him credit for what he is. He's athletically oh. gifted, but he's not a Lamar Jackson by any means. He's not Jalen right. Hurts. He's not Kyler Murray. He's not Josh Allen. But he does have enough wiggle to get things out as far as twitching his arm – Twitching his hips, twitching his feet. Um, he does Best give away a little bit, though. Not a lot of people don't want to say this, but I've been breaking him down a little bit. This right here is a dead giveaway to step and get a ball out quick just by his yeah. mechanics on what he's doing with left his foot, staggered stance. Left, yeah, front foot forward to the left, no doubt. He's going to pull it out. Now, real quick, freeze up. And I would, yep. I would actually coach him to get rid of that pitter-patter right there. He don't need to even do that. No, it's catch. It's catch, rock, and go. You don't have your Bro. exactly right, especially in the screen quick game. Now, we're not going to take for granted that how important this accurate throw is. And when you got a free runner, you got to get out. Now, 73 and 67 are supposed to get those two guys. But Burrow's quickness is going to take care of it anyway. And you're right here. JB, let me, let me explain something about this JB here. You mentioned it. Aside, he's got as good a pocket presence as anybody in the league not named Tom Brady. I'm talking about the presence to move, eyes up the field, reset, and go. He's in, what, his third year in the league, and one of them, he had a broken leg. I mean, this cat, if and his athletic ability, if, if they didn't watch his year at LSU, then you missed it because he bought a lot of time doing it. But he buys time sets. But watch how quickly, once it's loaded, it's out. You're right. He doesn't, now, unless he's being taught this by Zach Taylor, the pitter-patter to go one-two and then out. I'm more of a catch and release working down the target line, but I'm not going to argue with the guy because once it's up, it's out. Watch how quickly from the center snap to getting it up, balls out. Even if they got unblocked guys coming and they're blitzing, they're not going to get to him. There's no wasted motion. There's no catch, drop, Ferris wheel wind up and get your ass hit. You don't want to take those hits. Watch how quick it's out. Even though the feet are a dead giveaway, the accurate throw gives them a chance to do something with the football. And I don't, I don't like the fact – the pitter-patter to me is is why I would get rid of it, just so everyone wants to know why I would get rid of it. It's because of this free-rushing defensive end in this, in, this, right. in this now screen because the longer we wait, the, op- the more opportunity he has to get his hands in a throwing 
throwing lane. And if that guy on his way out, you know, throws a heart like that, if you'll just the on his way out the tackle, you you know, give a shove. But what you don't want to do is shove him into the throwing lane. And another thing, JB, you're exactly right, is and the the great thing about Burrow is he he's got he does a great job of anchoring the back foot. But the pitter patter, listen, all I, when I'm teaching it all, and I know you're the same way. I'm trying to eliminate all wasted motion, not a little bit of it, not part of it, all, all of it. it. Yes, every yeah. ounce of it we can to maximize his ability. The guy's the guy's pocket presence so makes up for about 28, 29 players in this league. Screen the other way. This is what you like no this doubt. little more. Now this isn't a dead giveaway. At least that he's not throwing to left. He's still staggered. But boom, look it replaces left with right. Right with left, ball's out. Now it's good open field tackle. Watch how he replaces his left with his right. Hips flip, gets it out. I'm telling you, I think he's a special player, JB. Good open field no, no tackle. No doubt right about it. Uh, here's yeah. a end zone vision here. We just want to open up and step and get it out. Bullpen pitching, we call it like a baseball pitcher. Get it out. And, 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 the, and you know, this JB is a one-on-one this. matchup. This is why Smart Chase makes the money. JB and Sean, explain to people that. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you with this. I don't, on the screens like this, I want them accurate. But I really don't give a shit if you get it to him sidearm, over the top. But just I, That ball's got to come out. It's like a, like a Mike Gundy special at Oklahoma State. They want guys who can throw this. They're not going to recruit a guy that can't throw this ball because they run it all the time. But I want this ball. It doesn't matter. Get it to him. You can't catch the laces, and you got to get it without the laces. We cannot waste time. And what were you going to say about Joe Burrow there, JB? What I was saying is, like, I, I was going to have you talk about this in, in particular because you coach it right now. You played at the highest level. I, you can tell his delivery here is totally different than him throwing a curl route or a dig route, right? He's yep. changed his mechanics so he can get rid of this thing quicker. And we've lost. We don't. We don't want to elongate the throwing motion here. Look at that. That ball is gone. That ball is perpendicular to the line of scrimmage right now. We want to get this ball out. You can see this arm wasn't coming over the top like normal. That right. ball is side on three-quarter right here because we want to get it out. We're getting it out right now. So yeah, we don't know if we don't know if he caught, caught the laces or the flat part of the football. Ball goes out. I'm gonna tell you what I really want. One thing he's fortunate because it's the quick game. You won't see him get this wide on his stride when he's throwing a curl, a dig route. See how see how right there, freeze it. See how see how wide he is. What happens, folks, when you're teaching in this one, it's fine. We just want the ball out there quick with accuracy, velocity, but not trying to kill the guy with it. We've got to give him a chance to run on the upfield shoulder. With this, what happens is it's like a boxer. Anybody, a power base, the more extended you get, you, you know, have you ever seen a guy try to go dunk a basketball like this, jumping or do the broad jump or do the, the vertical jump? They don't do it like this. They play where their feet are. They want a more compact base. He's wide here, but he's fortunate because all we're trying to do is get this ball out. Normal mechanics, if this was throwing a curl, I'd say he's too. Now, what if he has to fake hitch there? Now he's so overextended, he can't reset and throw or he's yeah, late. He's so I want his feet underneath him his knees slightly bent his ass dropped with a tall upper body a violent lower half and a, and a quiet upper body but on this one i'm okay with it there's not a lot of mechanics other than accuracy get it up and out quick but we're going to try to limit that stride so you don't lose your power base and especially and sean, if you got a reset the wider we are sean i can't bring my hips back together and my heel we can't click my heels like dorothy right. so i can reset we want to have a boxer stance Yes. We want to creep together so we can move, we can stick, we can bounce. We don't want them to wide because we're going to get knocked down in a fight. We can't reset. 
and we can't reset to deliver. And you're off balance here normally. If this was a not on the screen, I'm okay with it here. But as we move forward, and he was pushing this ball vertically, and his body was flipped that way, the mechanics got to be a little tighter. Because let's say you're boxing somebody 40 pounds heavier, you overstride, you miss, he knocks you out with a little left hook. We want ba- base balance and load in that pocket. No doubt, no doubt. Um, here we go again. We're throwing the rock here, coach. Uh, you know, burn the Bengals. They throw the rock. This is three, 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 uh, three downs and three throws here so far. So and not one of them. Uh, here we got not third. One, not one of them's gone longer than three yards, JB. No doubt. And I, you know, I, I, I'm seeing the progression here. I don't like his feet here. Obviously, he's stuck in the sand again because his wide base, and he knows it too, Sean. He yep. can't reset his feet right here to throw that ball out. Out. We want that dick pointed out as bounds here. We want his dick out of bounds. We want to step that front foot. We want to get it out of bounds because what we call this throw is a leverage ball, Sean. We want to out-leverage the flat defender here, so we want the ball out in front. Um, look to at his that feet left here. Hand. Yes. Throw this. And to that, this to that left hand. Here. And if yep. he's saying, oh, that ball should have came out already. But he's trying yes. to get greedy, Sean. He's trying to get greedy here, in my opinion, by looking at what he's doing. Well, you'll see the inside throw. When we go to the end zone in a second, you're going to see him try to – he's trying to get that ball inside of that little stick route, and he's so wide he can't flip his hips, so he just has to flip it out there. At the top, freeze it. Watch his head. Now, another thing about this is we want that pinky toe outside the target line so you can drive. Freeze. See, he, he wants to stick that in there. And now he gets wide again. Now, fortunately, he's good enough and – understands the position enough, get it out there, but you throw it behind, it's a catch and tackle. You got it. That, that defender already told you the second, his eyes should have gone outside first because he cleared the outside defender. And then late, if you need to flip your hips and come back inside, Joe's getting a little wide here for me, but he's good. In, he's such an arm talent. He can make it though. They're going to get yards, but they'd have got more yards if that ball got to that flat quicker, especially when they collapse down on the inside stick route. No question. No question. Keep um, the friggin' ball off the ground. Keep the damn ball off the ground. Give these athletes a chance to do something with that guy right there. Joe Mixon can do a lot of shit with the football in his hand. I lost service here. All right. You ready? Um, I got you. Here we go again. You know, we got a little. We got a little 11 personnel here with a wing staying in. We got three-man route concept. We got two-on-two out here. Straight man free, locked up. Two-man, actually. Two-man. And quarter, quarter, half. It could be a multitude of things here, but it looks like a little two-man on the top here in the two-man route game. And we got a little comeback corner route action. And uh, he gets a little pressure and throws it out. But that is on third down. We got to kick the football. Let's compare this, Sean, to um, let's compare this to some to some Lamar Jackson here that I have because um, we don't have too much longer um, before we got to move on. Uh, you got to get out of here tonight. I wanted to show you some Lamar here um, and just kind of compare the two. We're not going to compare them as far as skill set. We know that there's a complete different skill set involved here. But what we're going to compare them in as far as the it factor, pocket presence, uh, right. things that a quarterback's job description requires uh, is why I kind of am always on um, Lamar Jackson, Sean, is just because I don't know if he 
we, we know he's a freak of nature. We know all these things. I just don't know late in the season, like we've been watching lately, he struggles when you pin your ears back, you fire zone, drop him, you drop a DN, you bring a backer, you confuse him on who his number one is, and then it gets cloudy. And then his first inclination is to tuck it and run because he doesn't understand progressions, uh, protections, and cloud sky, disco dice, what we're getting in the back row. He doesn't have that, that concept down yet. He's just a freak of nature that has a lot of talent. But I just, I'm not sold, Sean, that he can take a team to a Super Bowl and win three or four games in a playoff run. Uh, you can you convince. Got, you got to be precise. And you got to be every bit as good in your decision-making as you do in your talent when it gets to the postseason and rolling. Now, he made a throw yesterday, JB, in the game yesterday against Jacksonville on a to, to Deshaun uh, Jackson that was yeah. a next-level throw. I know you know he can make those throws. You're wondering, the question is, can he sustain it when you got to go through Buffalo, Miami, and Kansas City to get to a Super Bowl if you're a wild card team, making throws that you know Mahomes and, and Tua right now are making, right, on a consistent and daily Sean, basis. And, and, and a little furthermore, like he had 16 completions yesterday once again. Um, he's – you take that throw away to, to Deshaun Jackson and he throws for 150 yards again. 16 completions. So it'd have been 15 completions for 165 yards or something. Right. Like that's not going to win you NFL playoff games. I'm sorry. Nope. Um, especially with go. the especially uh, with the cats. We got quarterback in the AFC. Yeah, no doubt. What do you, you say? Have you have, especially with the cats. We got quarterback in the AFC who are so good. You got to play great every week. Every no, week. no question. No question. We've already because broke this down before, Sean. We go, we'll skip past a few of these cuts. We've already watched Lamar before. This is a little double option stuff that they do with him. And, and, and understand, everybody out there, I want to make sure we're clear here as when we break these guys down. Joe Burrow is more of a traditional NFL offensive set. His play calling is more suited for, for his skill set. This offense is suited for Lamar's skill set. Double option, RPO, triple option. Um, different things like that. So just be clear. We are aware of it. Me and Sean understand what's going on. We understand the offensive philosophy differences, the ideologies. But understand something, too. If Lamar could throw the football on time into anticipatory windows, they'd be running a different offense. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But we also have to use his skill set, right, Sean? We got to cater to him. Yes, that's well. It's it's a it's a it's a blessing and a curse. He's so gifted that you want to use his gifts, and in the process, it get it kind of slows down the progress of doing what the, the what a conventional, as you mentioned, it quarterback does in a league. Now, there's conventional quarterbacks that would love to have Lamar Jackson skill set. We know that, but what John Harbaugh did, he brought Greg Roman in. And he said, "Do this. We're going to maximize what we do." And I'll be he's won an MVP. The key is he hasn't won a Super Bowl and. How we judge great ones is on – this guy will make a million plays, but can he sustain a million and ten of them in the postseason? Because I think he's a marvelous – and I'd pay him. You got to – I mean, for what they do, you got to pay him. And the key is – and you hit it, JB, and nobody says that – is if he was, was athletic but more conventional with that athleticism, they'd be throwing from the hula hoop in the pocket more to, to on-time winners. But they know that he's got such a blessing of gifts – that if you don't maximize him, you're doing him wrong. 
And so they allow him to, I mean, who's going to, who's going to coach this shit out of him? Why would you? Because he does this. The question is, can you make the common play every down all the time that great ones make? And that's the next level for Lamar is common plays that the, the, the the common play that looks common that you can make, but don't make the common play look uncommon. And that's the next level of his game. Chad, Chad Elliott, shout out my boy, Chad, uh, Former played at Arizona State, Syracuse quarterback, played arena ball uh, with them. Um, Chad, let me ask you something. Chad, you're in the chat here. If you're a guy that's great and is going to win a Super Bowl, Sean, I got to ask you, he's got a clean pocket right here right now. He's got this pocket that's pretty clean, and we have this one high look here. Um, you got to pound the outside lanes. You got to throw that ball on time right now to this outcut. Right down or, here. Sean, I, either way, if you're if this is your read key like we think he is, right. Because we're one high man free across the board. We're man, we're man, and we're man here. The ball, like you said, it needs to come out right now on time. It should have already been out. Ball should have been out. It's already been out. Should have been out here. Or, Sean, anticipatory. We're throwing the ball to the dead spot right here because this drag route's going to win. Right. If you a little drop shot. Yes, a little drop shot. There's. I have no problem with that either. Go back to the top of this real quick, JB. And here's the thing we're talking about is, and this is, listen, he's so gifted. Freeze. Again, a little further further now. His head's over there. Okay, freeze. Now, see, he's staring at the crosser now, the, the deep over route. Deep over. Instead of looking to grass, he's looking at the deep over at the player. If he's even, he's leaving. Throw a drop shot over here at about the 33-yard line. Yeah, keep coming, keep coming. Yeah. 35-yard line drop shot heading there. Since you know it's single high safety and you know the corner's going to squat, gives you 30 yards of field. Ball should already be out, but watch this. And he Go back and at the top just when he takes his first hitch. Boom, play action, little, arp, little read fake. Freeze. Ball, if you're throwing the outcut, ball should already be gone. And if you're throwing the deep over, take another quick hitch. You don't need to bail to throw this. Slide step, you don't, and you can hitch in place. Hitch doesn't mean hitch back to trouble. Then throw it. The ball should not. Now he makes a spectacular play, and you know what everybody does, or at least his scramble is incomplete ball. But everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, look at the ability!" But he didn't need to do this. Freeze ball. Clean. That's clean, coach. That's clean. Yes, yes. out sidestep and throw a drop shot to this over route. Or if your head, see his head's here. If he wants the easy throw to the outside, put your foot in the ground without a hitch and rip it on the outcut, and then. It's an incomplete ball that should have been a completion if you'd have done it from the top. I love Lamar Jackson's ability, but this stuff, because he's so gifted, he doesn't allow himself to get through the reads properly because he knows he can bail you out with his great ability. And sometimes it can become a curse because you're so gifted at one thing. Sorry, I had to clean my screen. And, and here we go again. This is just Sean. This is basic coverage, you know, basic coverage uh, recognition that I just don't know. Um, God damn these trolls. Um, I just don't know. Your dating site. Quit going on dating sites during the show. <laughs> yeah, fucking my Pornhub account's fucked up. All right, so um, uh, I, I, Sean, I got to be honest here. It's cover zero. Alarm should be going off. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, we're Good. in zero here, yeah. and I just don't know if he understands. There's no one else. There's three for three, Sean. Three for three. We know it's man in some concept. And up top, and up top, we know that's man locked up. So guess what? Free runner, he has the running back. 
So that is our that's our numbers count that quick. We we know where our receivers are, Sean. We know where our back is. We know where the bad guys are. Guess what? They got more bad guys than we got good. I gotta get well, the fucking ball out. Yeah, and it's gotta be if you're not gonna check to us quick game, the ball's got to come out now. You gotta throw to grass, and you may take a shot, but the ball's gotta come out. Now, listen, I'll give him a lot of credit for not bailing on this. I will. But I know where you're saying free runner, he tries to throw it in there. If you just boom, come down here, like you said, you know you got it. I'll give him credit for staring it down to the short side. I guess he didn't trust throwing to the field, which I I would have rather done because it's less congested. But at least he stood in there and took a hit and tried to get it to him. He just understood it late. The ball's probably got to come out a little quicker, but that's a hell of a that's a quick exit for the uh defense. I mean, they're in that backfield before long. Ball's got to come out now. If you don't, if you don't think you can get it out because you don't like the routes, you can simply check to a put your foot in the ground, throw a smoke screen down here as you're talking about. There Let you me go. ask you, Sean. I want to teach some people something real quick because I know you got to get out of here right now. Let me let me break something down real quick. There is free access for my quarterback. For the quarterback, he has free access with his feet. Yep. With his arm, where I'm not going to hit a helmet with my thumb and break it and not get a chance to make $250 million next year. All these things are not either being A, taught, or B, learned. Process. It's one or the other. Right. You're not being taught or you're not learning it. And, Sean, we got 10-yard soft cushion on every single person over my three-by-one side over here yep. without any free runner in my face. And I'm a right-handed quarterback, Sean. I so agree. I'm already opened up right here without any friction. Right. So and just and you're going to take a hit in the big – and you know what you're going to do, JB? You're going to take a hit in the middle of your back shoulder pads and, and in the back as opposed, to, as opposed to a chin and the chin, a helmet in the chin. Or and break see, my thumb on a face exact, That's exactly right. Or get driven into the ground like right there, just like that if he drives him into the ground. But you get rid of that it ball now. Yes, exactly. And I, I'll tell you what, coming down here is like shooting fish in a barrel. I ain't never done this shit, but it seems easy. That's just understanding concepts. Like I said, when Lamar, if Lamar would approach every game like he had, he did not have the skill set that he has, he'd probably be better at delivering the ball because it's like when I have a strong armed core, I have one that's a, got a friggin' rocket launcher arm, and he's become such a great player. He's a, a power five, he's a big time recruit, but he's got such an arm, he relies on. I said, listen, how we're going to train, we're going to train like you don't, you've got a pop gun arm. Because we're going to teach accuracy and throwing on time and throwing to windows. Lamar, and it's similar because the guy's so good, he relied on it, so he held the ball a little bit longer and then tried to overpower it. Now he's to the point he's throwing to windows. He's got touch. He's layering the football. Lamar, if you, if you, in his mind, he says, I know I got the ability to make people miss, but the way I'm training or being coached is here as I want to, I want to approach as if I don't have the feet. And if you don't have the feet, guess what you do? You throw on time because then you can't make plays and rely on your crutch. His crutch is a great one. But he'd go to another level if he'll elevate that part of his game, JB. And Sean, I just common football co- quarterback quarterback away from the trouble. Yes, QB one on one. It's just it's just no brainer here. Like Agreed. I don't understand. It's three by one. We got another. We got bad guy one, bad guy two, bad guy three, bad guy four. There's too much shit that can happen at the snap. But I don't have anything over here that's that's it's clear and free here with ten yard cushion corners. Let's throw the ball right now in free space and free access here and live to fight another day. 
I, preaching well, to the choir, I'm brother. Watts. I'm with Watts you, man. Decisions is why you don't get paid. And watch how Lamar Jackson's hand, arm, and body may end up getting injured. Look at this. Yeah, sustaining the hits. You don't need him to take, Sean. He can avoid that. Yes, and he doesn't need to because he's so valuable. That team, that team will be in trouble without him in this system. You can't. You're not going anywhere without him for a long period of time. I need him. I need him on the field, and he does. He takes so many hits with his beauty, with his great run game. Anyway, let's limit the ones we don't have to take. You don't need to borrow. My mom called it borrowing trouble, brother. She said, "Don't borrow trouble." And don't chase a ghost, meaning don't chase something that's not there and don't borrow trouble. If it's it, don't, don't all of a sudden look for you. That's trouble staring into the face of it. Turn it and get the ball out where it's, it's much less trouble to the right. Hey, Sean, I know you get out of here. I know you got another show. Real quick, what's your keys to victory tonight? I know the game's going on. Matt Ryan, uh, Cole's playing the Steelers. Uh, just real quick, give me one 30 second, uh, you know, your, your, your breakdown. Uh, we got Pickett versus Ryan, old versus young, small little baby hands versus uh, versus uh, OG. What do you short, like? Shorten the game, Pittsburgh. I don't want Kenny Pickett to have to throw it 38 times against that team. I want Kenny Pickett. I want them to run the football with Najee Harris right in the backfield. Do what Pittsburgh used to shorten the game and let Kenny Pickett do a lot of play action on the other side. If you hit Matt Ryan early, he'll throw it to you. You just got to extend it because Matt Ryan has a way of keeping his team in a game late. The truth is take away the run game for them and get after Matt Ryan on first down, make it long yardage. And I don't want Kenny Pickett to have to win the game, throwing it on a regular basis. Let's establish the Steelers way. And that Steelers way is knocking you right in your friggin' mouth. And let's see if they can reestablish that and get back to playing Mike Tomlin type football. No doubt, man. Sean, I know you gotta get out of here. It's been a great one. Uh, this is just all the rest of the days of the week. It'll be longer than the rest. It's just Monday nights. I got a show I got to do in San Francisco, so I hope you guys understand. And we uh, get yeah. to go into it. Sometimes we don't get through it, but this is good shit by you, JB. There's nobody better, man. Now I appreciate you, uh, Sean. We'll get after it tomorrow. We'll catch up what we missed today, and everyone else go ahead and enjoy the Monday night football game. I'm gonna go smoke me a stick and drink me some yak. I love you, Sean. I'll see I you. Love tomorrow. you too, brother. Thank you. Appreciate all you guys. Peace. All right now. Hey, you guys, I appreciate you coming in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're not one, it's the best $1.99 you can buy. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon uh, located in our social media bios as we will be putting up videos and all kinds of stuff. We are building a package to put on the Patreon, so don't worry. It is coming. I appreciate everybody, man. Go watch a Monday night game. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Pacific on the Coach AB Show. As I have special guest Calvin Jackson, my former player who plays for the Miami Dolphins. He'll be joining me in the morning at 7 o'clock. I appreciate you guys, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. The last chance cube. Let's go. And I just cannot wait to bring over 60 years of knowledge and experience to not only the novice football fan, Sean, but to the veteran football coach as well. You love it, you better live it, drink it, eat it, smoke it, and then every now and again wake up with it laying next to you. The premier football coaching show on the internet. I've looked forward for the longest time to be with somebody whose energy and knowledge of football and teaching and no nonsense, but understands the old game, the in-between game, the new game, and combines them all. Last chance cue with the great legendary Sean Salisbury.